the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. A source for in-depth business and investing news. We are Business 1440. KYCR, Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump has become the first U.S. president to attend the annual March for Life rally. He did so yesterday in Washington, addressing the crowd. Every life brings love into this world. Every child brings joy to a family. Every person is worth protecting. Meanwhile, the president's impeachment defense team finally gets a chance to begin presenting its defense today at the Senate. Republican Senator Rick Scott says the impeachment proceedings are purely political. What we've all seen is four days of just partisanship. This has been a very partisan process through this whole uh, charade. And Republican Senator John Barrasso says a presentation by House impeachment managers should be good enough without calling additional witnesses. They had a total of 24 hours over a three-day span to present their arguments many times over. This is SRN News. Do you have insurance on your savings, just like you have it on your home and your car? Online Trading Academy teaches you the skills to protect your nest egg. In our free investing class, you will learn strategies to use your money to make money, create income, and to protect what is yours. Attend a free investing class near you. Call now, 952-814-4410, or go to learnwithota.com. Again, that's learnwithota.com. It may not require a textbook, but it's filled with valuable lessons. It may not take place in a classroom, but it's an ideal environment for learning. It may not involve a diploma, but it can help prepare Minnesota's young people for life. It's high school sports. High school sports can play a critical role in a student's overall education. In fact, studies show that students that participate in high school sports are more likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in their academic lives. If you think high school sports are only about competition, Think again. Better yet, think about attending a high school sporting event in your community. You'll be amazed by what you see. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. If you're cleaning up your food production facility and you're in charge of sanitization, American Pressure is the right place for you. We know that if you aren't clean, you can't make product. From food-grade oil and pumps to custom products to clean conveyors, we know your application. Water savings, reliable equipment, and quick support are just some of the reasons to call American Pressure. Find out more at AmericanPressure.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. We're not looking at noise. This thing that we live in starves people. Don't hit me with them negative waves so early in the morning. It's the King Banyan Show. Life in capitalism always ends in billionaires. It's true. It's true. As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. No one ever makes a billion dollars. You take a billion dollars. Why don't you say something righteous and hopeful for a change? The government is the public, and the public decides what is good for itself. Why don't you dig how beautiful it is out here? It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now go do that voodoo that you do. Here's King Banyan. <gasps> oh my gosh, what was that? Quiet, you didn't re- warn me. I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> oh, 
I hate to say this. I almost wanted wanted to play that again because it was so <laughs> dang good. Oh. And I know it would be bad radio to do that, so we won't. But, uh, gosh, that was good. Gosh, that was good. Thank you for my... That was... Uh, thank you, everybody. This is King Banyan Show on Business 1440. I suppose we should do a little a, a little uh, acknowledgement of where we are and who we are. But uh, we've been away for a fair amount between uh, North Dakota State football. Hey, congratulations, uh, Bison. You did it again. Um, and uh, between that and uh, the fact that uh, I've been gone a couple, a couple of Saturdays, uh, one for – and one of them was for the holiday, in, in, as I think I've mentioned to you before. In my family, it's uh, – it, it, there are two Christmases, um, the uh, traditional 25th of December Christmas celebrated in the West, and then we've always had a sort of a much smaller 12th night uh, 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 the gift of the Magi Day. There are lots of people that have different names for it, but uh, some some folks just call it Orthodox Christmas. So we've always called that the second Christmas. And growing up in my household, you it, it, as a kid... Mom and Dad would always put away one gift. They would it would be put away, and after after you're about six, you realize that there is one more thing coming. So it was always. I thought my parents were really clever. It taught delayed gratification on the one hand, right? Because think, if you're a six or seven year old, and you open up all your presents on the mor- on Christmas morning, we're a Christmas morning family, not a Christmas Eve family. So you open up all your presents on Christmas on Christmas morning, and then you, there's something that you didn't get. And then you spend 12 days wondering if that's the gift they held back. That's a pretty cool way to celebrate Christmas. I always thought we had... <clears throat> I always believed we did it better than uh, lots of folks. So that was one Saturday we're gone, then we come back, we got an hour, and then and then we go listen to the national championship game for the real... Division One football championship, not that silly bowl thing. Um, congratulations again, North Dakota State. And then, and and then last week, uh, I, last week, while you guys were experiencing the storm, I was experiencing a golf course, and I'm not going to apologize one slight little bit for that. It was wonderful. Um, just one of those one of those life lessons you learn. The, my friends that I go with include. Uh, my longtime eye doctor, who's one of my very close, he's he's in that. If you think of the Dunbar numbers of of your circle of friends, he's in that tight five number five. You each of us has probably about five friends to whom we would tell our deepest darkest secrets. One of them might be your be your spouse. One of them might be a parent. But you've got probably five people in the world in which you would tell anything to about yourself well he's one of those five and and he always invites me down to his he's got a place down down in the phoenix area and we went down to play on saturday morning i was trying to play golf and all of a sudden i looked down we had already played about a hundred holes and i looked down at my at my glove and there's blood on it i'm like what in the heck is going on i look over at my i only glove one hand i look over at my other hand which doesn't have a glove and I see that the callus on my pinky has torn off, and there is there is just nasty stuff coming all the way down the palm of the hand. And I'm looking at my clubs, and they're a mess. And I, I hadn't even noticed for a hole and a half because I'm too cr- I'm too crabby about the fact that I'm not swinging very well right then. And I and and finally one of the guys says, "You could have do something about that glove." It's like, well, I don't you know. And they look. Guess what? When you travel with a bunch of eye doctors, they always have all kinds of medical supplies. So, stuck out the hand, gave the gave them the uh, classic line you got to give in a case like And I go then I trot back out onto the onto the course and well, I didn't we don't trot. I mean, you're 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 a golfer. You don't run on the golf course. I walk back out to the next tee with a taped up hand and the game goes so much better after that. So it worked. Anyway, thank you for taking some time with, with us. Uh, thank you for not running away and going to some 
other show. We thank you for being here. I'm, I'm looking down. That hand has still got a got some got some goop on it to try to cover up the uh, blister that tore away. Uh, mostly better, but not completely healed. Uh, we got two things to do today. There's a lot of things we could catch up on. We're not going to have the ability to do all of that. But if you listen to that intro, and I'm sure we're going to play it again, but if you listen to that intro, you heard a lot of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Um, and I think all of those clips came from um, one of these uh, these things that they do now. If you go to go, it's not just the MLK breakfasts, which many of us attended. I attended one up here in St. Cloud, where uh, former uh, pre- uh, advisor to President Obama, Valerie Jarrett, was our speaker. She did a great job, by the way. I I, I actually I actually enjoyed the message she had because I had a lot of students around me, and it was like ah, that's a good message. I'm glad my students heard that. Um, and it was very very little politics. Not the case where uh, Representative Ocasio-Cortez was with Ta-Nisi Coates. Uh, I believe that's from from her native Brooklyn um, area and their and their MLK celebration. There are parts of it that we just simply have to play for you, and we're going to do that in the second hour. But what's happened over the last few? I, I there are lots of things I could talk about. I'm going to give you a few things that I think are fairly important and a few th- that that you're probably aware of and give you just a take on that a couple of things that i think are sliding under the radar that are worth paying attention to let me give you one that i think is worth paying attention to i heard um i heard a fair number of people um I've heard a fair number of people talking about the state of the economy and how things are going right now um and people talking about the the slowing of the economy we'll play this one right from the very top um this was president trump who went to davos and i'm going to talk some about davos this this is tangential to to the davos discussion he's asked about the slowing economy this is on uh, cnbc i believe on wednesday wyatt if you have that this is this is the this is the 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 cut that uh cut I sent you from Trump. Number one, the Fed was not good, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, And that was a big blip that should not have taken place. It should not have happened. Had we not done the big raise on interest, I think we would have been close to four. And I I could see 5,000 to 10,000 points more on the Dow. But that was a killer when they raised the rate. It was just a big mistake. And they admit to it. They admit to it. I was right. I don't want to be right, but I was right. We should save that. I don't want to be right, but I was right. That that seems like a that seems like a good uh, a good drop. But so he was he was doing his normal thing. Whenever anyone asked him about how the economy's doing and why it might be why the growth rate's around two percent, and we're going to have next week. Uh, next week we'll have the announcement for GDP. I don't think we I don't think we get the jobs announcement until the following week. But so the next two weeks, we're going to have a GDP report. We're going to have the January jobs report. We're going to have a lot of top-line economic news. And the, that GDP report is going, to, is going to also be somewhat soft. And I think the jobs report is going to be somewhat soft as well. And there are two things happening, one of which is related to the Fed, and one of which is not that I've not really heard very many people talk about. I think I didn't pull this particular cut, but I heard a, a glancing reference to it in the uh, press con- in the press conference just before those remarks to CNBC from President Trump. I there was a press conference in which both the president and Larry Kudlow speak. I've got some Larry Kudlow actualities for you here coming up in just a moment, but um, but I wanted to I wanted to emphasize this this particular point. We have not paid attention to the impact of the delays in getting the 737 MAX production back in place. This has a significant impact on GDP. This has a significant impact on manufacturing employment, and therefore employment more generally. 
And if you hear people talk about manufacturing employment, or if you hear people talk about, about well, GDP only grew at 1.5%. Okay, I, let me read you a piece. This is from, this is from Reuters, uh, actually from last month. Um, would have been slipped by over the, over the holiday season. But when, when Boeing announced that they were actually going to – let me back up a minute. Boeing had after the after the decision to to halt flights because of the two crashes of the seven thirty seven Max. Boeing had decided to keep production going and just stick them into inventories. Now, in terms of GDP, we measure production, and so when you take a plane and you make it and you put it in inventory. It's counted as GDP at the moment it goes into the inventory stock as an addition to inventory. If later on that plane is sold out of inventory to an airline, we don't count it again. It's already in the books. So the hit to GDP from the Boeing Max closure didn't happen until they announced they were no longer going to produce the planes. That didn't happen until mid-December. So January is the first month when Boeing has stopped production. So you've got workers who are on layoff as a result of that. And according to this, according to, uh, according to Reuters, this is an article I'll send it out to you for, from December 17th, the biggest assembly line halt in more than two decades at Boeing could cut first quarter 2020 GDP growth by at least half a percentage point, economists estimated on Tuesday. The hit to GDP growth would come from smaller inventory build. We're going to look for that number next week. You should look for that number next week. And when someone says, boy, the economy's doing really poorly, it's like, well, you know, Trump's policies are, are not working at all. It's like, well, one of the things I'll say is, well, you really can't blame Trump for the crashing of the 737 MAX. It looks like there might have been some shenanigans. It looks like there may have been malfeasance on the part of some folks at Boeing. I don't want to paint the entire company with a with with a broad brush, but it looks like there may have been some ba- some lax practices and maybe even some attitudes negative toward the regulators that were checking on the safety of the of the of their production. And hard to lay that there. But that's going to show up in the data, and I don't know that I don't know that people have paid enough attention to the Boeing story yet. So we're going to put that on your radar, forgive the pun, right now, and then we're going to be back with more things that should be on your radar as we go into the big for the first big data season of 2020. We'll talk about that next here on the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm. phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds mm-hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a uh-huh. million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to Business 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and invest worldwide. Here is your class valedictorian. You want your child to succeed at every level in life. To succeed, they need a solid foundation. Your child's education is an opportunity to instill a lifetime's worth of Christ-inspired principles to create that foundation. 
At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we help your child get into a private Christian school for 50% off their first year. For more information, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Did you know my mom's going to have a baby? She is. Will it be a boy or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said this is going to be someone very special. You mean like being a president or maybe a doctor? Well, probably maybe like a singer or dancer, I think. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We know that every baby is a miracle and has the potential to do great things. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. Need new windows but don't want to sit through long, high-pressure sales calls? I get it. What if I told you you could get competitive quotes from three contractors after one short meeting with me on any window brand? And it's all free. Visit My 3 Quotes online. That's My 3 Quotes. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Glad you could be with us. We are happy to be here. Part of the Door of the Alliance Radio Network. I saw a Facebook live post of of uh, of Mitch Berg last night. I think his he and his band. I think they call themselves Elephant in the Room. With former producer Tommy Wynn, who uh, apparently is one heck of a good singer. Uh, I think I think uh, they were in like Albertville, they should have sent me a note. That's really like only halfway between St. Cloud and the mothership in Egan. I I might have been willing to take a crack at that. Um, 651-289-4477, the number to call. 651-289-4477, the number to call. Mitch on, of course, today at 1 o'clock at our sister station, AM 12A, The Patriot. Be there or, well, you know. So we should probably talk about about coronavirus and or the Wuhan virus, as as we may want to call it, it's no, not the Wu Tang Clan, the Wuhan virus. Um, and please don't play Wu Tang Clan for me, Wyatt. It's not good. Um, not a fan. But um, and I'm sure I'm going to get whacked on Twitter. Pound KBRS, the hashtag for the show. Pound KBRS, or you can follow me at Banyan Show uh, for that. But we should talk about it a little bit. Part of the issue with this this virus and why you, you see the, the 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 clamp down so hard within China right now is is that this is the season for the Lunar New Year. I got my I actually got from uh, our local Confucius Institute. I got this gorgeous Chinese uh, New Year um, calendar to sort of remind me that this is the weekend in which they would be celebrating most likely. There's a great film. I sometimes want to recommend documentaries and other good films to you. There was a great film by uh, Fan Lajian, uh, uh called Last Train Home. I believe you can find it still on YouTube. I actually had a class watch it. I'm going to warn you, there's a scene in it that is rough. Um that includes uh, domestic violence. And so I always tell my students when I play this, I say, if seeing a scene of domestic violence is going to be disturbing to you, you may wish to not attend this class. And I say, that's fine. You don't have to watch the film. But I'm going to play the film in class because it's it's like one of the very best ways in which I can describe the changes in China and talk about talk about that. There's prob- There's right now roughly 200 million migrant workers within a country of 1.4 billion people within China. Internal migration. Wuhan is in Hubei province. Hubei province is in the center of the country. It's, 
it's like it it would be if you thought about about the country's layout it would be like where missouri or nebraska or kansas are okay it's that central it's about 900 miles away from beijing it's about 900 miles away from uh, shanghai about 700 miles away from guangdong uh so the and the lat and in fact this movie last train home actually has has the home it's basically a documentary of a family whose older child a daughter who in the movie i believe is 17 picks up from their farm home in Sichuan, where at the time their family's probably making about $2 a day, and goes to the coast to find a job in a factory where she's making probably three fifty a day, three maybe $4 a day at that time. The movie was made in 2008, was released in 2009. Wages are higher now. These numbers don't work as, these aren't, today's numbers but these numbers are fairly fairly fine but last train home refers to catching the last train back to being with your family for the lunar new year which is the most important holiday in the chinese calendar and 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 so i i highly recommend this movie you can learn a lot about china from this movie it's only it's less than an hour and a half long it's a documentary it's in Chinese with English subtitles. I, I'll check during the break. It may still be on YouTube. That's where I found it at the time, and I just played it off off of YouTube. It may be on one of the uh, it may be one of the streaming services. So you you can go out and find it if you wish, or just post. If you do find it and you are with us on Twitter, post the link so people could go see it. If I if I get a chance to do that during a break, I will. Very fine movie. According to uh, Kaishin Global, which is the uh, which is one of the news services I subscribe to to track what's happening in China, uh, forty one confirmed dead. Um, this is I'm I'm going to double check on this to to get the latest uh, time update. That's as of seven thirty p.m. on the seven thirty p.m. Uh, Beijing time or nine thirty five p.m. Beijing time. Uh, and so they are now at 41 dead as of s- Saturday evening, their time, of course, Saturday morning, our time. Um, and, and the disease is now, is now somewhat unknown. I'm not going to talk about all, about all of the, all of the implication, all of the, you know, where did it come from? How is it spreading and so forth? If you want to read, what's the impact of this economically? I encourage you to do research on the impact of the 1918 influenza panic. At the end of World War One, there was a there was a influenza epidemic that broke out, sometimes referred to as Spanish flu. And the Spanish flu ended up causing thousands of deaths in many parts of Europe, spread into the United States. What happened as a result, there's lots of research on this because it's a great test. It is a great way to test some macroeconomic theory. If all of a sudden a bunch of your workers, you know, there's a, all of a, a bunch of your workers disappear, okay? Maybe they get, they get raptured up or, they, or leave on a rocket ship or die of influenza, what do you think happens to production? What do you think happens to wages? What do you think happens to unemployment as a result? Well, I would give this problem to my students in the principal's classes, the ones that they've just started in, in the last two weeks at universities for spring semester around, around the area. And what we would normally teach them is, well, that means there's a decrease in the supply of labor. That means that there's going to be less workers. The unemployment rate's going to go down because people are going to want to find workers to replace the ones that have gone away. And to find those additional workers, wages should go up. Now, that should all happen in China over the next few months. We should see 
a decrease in production, it's going to look like a supply-side recession, a supply-shock recession. Sort of like what would happen if all of a sudden the price of oil doubled. It won't matter as much to the United States unless the price of U.S. oil was to double as well. Right? Because we have a lot of domestic supply now, but we didn't have in the 1970s. But the impact should be the same. Now, studies that were done of the 1918 Spanish flu are kind of mixed. The original results sort of supported the classical macroeconomic theory. Increased wages, lower unemployment, lower production. But more stringent tests that have been done in the last five or six years, based on all that data from a century ago, to the extent that the data is any darn good, and there's a lot of there's a lot of people in economic history who com- are competing with each other over who's got the best data to talk about the Spanish flu. I would say a lot, but there's a couple dozen of them out there. And what they are typically finding is, is maybe the effects are not as big as we think. So with this, here endeth the lesson. I think the impact of the Spanish flu, remember the Middle Eastern flu, MERS, back in 2012, killed 850 people. So far, 41 confirmed dead from Wuhan. And so it's only, you know, and, and there'll be more that gets reported. There'll be more cases over time. But the 2012 flu didn't really have all that big an impact. And unless this thing goes really uh, kittywampus over the next week, I mean, who knows? Maybe we're talking next week and we're at, if, if we're at 400 deaths next week, I would say I wouldn't change my, my prediction about this very much. If we're at 4,000 or 40,000, that's obviously a different kettle of fish. I'm not an epidemiologist. I can't tell you. Ex- I can't tell you anything about the about the uh, pathogen that's in that in this flu. I'm not going to try to do that. I'm just saying, in terms of the numbers we've seen, the number of cases that are happening right now, it looks small. The only reason I brought up last train home is the fact that it's hitting during Lunar New Year was a real concern that that would allow it to spread more rapidly. And I think that's why you've seen the Chinese authorities clamp so hard on transportation, constructing extra hospitals, and trying to stop people from leaving basically Hubei. And and I'm willing to bet at some point it spreads enough that they close places in Sichuan province there in the center of of China. Okay. Easier to do in China than in, in some other parts of the world. It's the it's the one of the other sides of being an authoritarian regime. Not not that you would want that, but it, it, it I mean it's not uh, it's not it, it it actually helps just a little bit. Anyway, we'll be back talk we'll be back to talk more. I wanted but I did want to say what's my impact of of, of uh, the Wuhan virus? Not very much. We'll be back after this. King Banyan Show Business fourteen forty. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to Business 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and invest worldwide. 
Hi, this is PJ from PJ's Appliance Outlet, your local, family-owned, and operated appliance store. No matter where you live in the Twin Cities, PJ's is worth the drive. We're centrally located in Plymouth. Just this past month, we've had satisfied customers from Maple Grove, St. Paul, Minneapolis, Eden Prairie, Bloomington, all over the Twin Cities. We take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores by simply providing over-the-top customer service, great quality products at unbeatable prices. PJ's has quickly become the trusted go-to store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You can save hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars on brand new warrantied name brand refrigerators, ovens, washers and dryers, dishwashers and freezers, top brands like LG, Frigidaire and much more. Come visit our showroom today and ask for PJ, Bob or Jake or visit our website at pjsapplianceoutlet.com. That's pjsapplianceoutlet.com where every deal is a steal. When it comes to replacing your windows and doors, ignorance is not bliss. You only want to have to do it once, and you don't want to make a mistake. Great Plains Windows and Doors has been helping homeowners all over the Twin Cities with their replacement needs, utilizing the entire line of Anderson Core product, including the most popular 400 series, which contractors trust the most, and they're made right here in Minnesota. Now that sounds like bliss. For a truly remarkable experience, contact Great Plains Windows and Doors at greatplainswindows.com. Your first year of Christian school is half-priced through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. If you see public school as a negative influence on your child's faith, it's time to make a change. To find out more about our half-priced Christian school tuition program, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. Business 1440. Lots to get to today, including including uh, the um, the Martin Luther King Day remarks of uh, Representative Ocasio-Cortez. And hopefully a little lesson. Hopefully for you a little lesson in, in what's happening with... Um, what's happening in this debate about... Um, a, a debate about socialism. Which which we are clearly fully in right now, um, and I'm going to try to talk about this in a way that separates from today's politics. I can and, and I'll explain more of that in the second hour uh, today. I tweeted out at pound KBRS, and and in fact, um, I think Don has found in fa- the entire movie Last Train Home. If you want to see it, I also tweeted to you a piece that was done. Uh, uh, done by uh, RSM, uh, a, a macroeconomic advising service, which puts, uh, which says, "Hey, look! Every time we've had these uh, outbreaks in the past, interest rates go down." And I am hesitating to say whether or not that's true, because I think, in fact, interest rates probably are staying right about where they are. I don't see a another big decline coming, another 25 to 50 basis points in a 10-year Treasury security. I don't see the Fed making any changes. Indeed, reported very briefly uh, in a couple places was that, um, was, was that it appears to be that the, that the Fed's balance sheet has topped out. And I'm, I'm going to give you a little bit of, because I'm trying to arm you for the big data weeks that are coming ahead. GDP for fourth quarter will be out. The first estimate will be out this week. The first estimate is always informative, but not definitive, right? Meaning there will be revisions, and those revisions will be will can potentially be significant. So there is that. And, and, I think, you know, as we go into the primary campaign season, more discussion of the economy is going to come up, particularly particularly depending on whose campaign is catching fire. And in the early states, over the next few weeks, I suspect, and it may just be the high watermark, and it may, it may not be, but, I sus- but if, if the campaign goes as I, as I think it will go, the high watermark of the... Uh, of the Bernie Sanders campaign is about two to three weeks away. When they win Iowa, 
when they win New Hampshire, the those word the word socialism will be even more present. But and and they're going to be talking a lot more about the economy. So I want to prepare you with a couple of things. First off, if you're going to watch the if you're going to watch Federal Reserve policy over the next six to twelve months. Keep your eyes on the balance sheet and not the interest rate. As Scott Sumner, who blogs sometimes at the at the uh, at the Library of Economics and Liberty and has his own blog called The Money Illusion, retired faculty member at Brandeis in the Boston area, never reason from a price change. Interest rates are the price of money. The price of a product, as we teach in those principles classes, can go up and down either due to a change in demand or a change in supply, and frequently what we observe are changes in both that make the price movement not not very predictable. But don't reason from the price change. Read the Fed's balance sheet. The most recent Fed balance sheet, I'll tweet this one to you at the break. The most recent Fed balance sheet shows that the number of repurchase agreements that the Fed is engaged in, which are which is the way in which they've conducted this not QE, fell by twenty seven billion dollars in the week in the week of, of January twenty second from the week of January fifteenth, and indeed has backed off has backed off from down to even ten billion less than that on Wednesday last week. So you get a snapshot balance sheet number on the Wednesday of each week from this figure. If I was trying to track monetary policy over the next 6 to 12 months, yes, I'll watch for the FOMC statement. Yes, I'll watch the speeches from Powell and the various governors and presidents. But if I want to hang my head on any particular bit of data, I'm going to be watching hard the balance sheet. It's called if you're at the if you go to FedReserve.gov and look at the data, this is called the H4.1 report. I'll tweet it to you. Don't worry. Okay, if you don't want to go hunting, that's fine. But it's the H4.1 report titled "Factors Affecting Reserve Balances of Depository Institutions and Condition Statement of Federal Reserve Banks." Doesn't that sound like fun reading? But it really deserves your attention because it. It will tell you the size of the. It basically is telling you the size of the Fed's balance sheet. High-powered money in our system, bank reserves in our system, are measured by looking at the liability side of the Fed's balance sheet. And so that's where that information can be found. We are we are you know so we've had this massive increase, and I mean massive. We were at $3.8 trillion on the balance sheet. We're now at $4.2 trillion. We've added $400 billion in the course of five months. That's an expansion of 10% in five months. It's a very rapid increase. The Fed says it's going to keep it right about here. It may add or subtract. I don't know. I've I've seen reports that they're going to keep expanding through middle of February after saying they were going to finish this week, that this was going to be the end. If the Fed does end this, if that number doesn't move, my prediction is somewhere in the next few weeks you will hear about strains in liquidity markets. You may get another short-term interest rate spike like we got in September. And you may see you may see a lot of pearl clutching on Wall Street. That infor- that is out there right now. So when when President Trump says says what he said at, at Davos about the Fed, I don't know, he that's that's one important implication of, of what we're hear, hearing right now is is he's watching that interest rate and so forth. And he says, well, they've admitted they made a mistake. Yes, they did. That's why they did this $400 billion ad. That's their admission that we might have gone too far. But at the very at this very moment, at least over the last two weeks or so, they've leveled out. They're not adding reserves anymore. Since the last time you and I spoke, 
two weeks ago. They've stopped. And I'm watching this number very carefully. I will be pulling. I'll be pulling this report, which gets posted. Uh, gets posted uh, every. Gets posted every Thursday. I will be pulling this report on Thursday, and we'll be reporting back on this again next week. That's that's one more thing to add to it. So we've talked about Boeing. We've talked about the flu. I think it's the least important of the, of the three. Pay attention to Boeing and pay attention to the Fed's balance sheet. Those are key insights, I think, into into thinking about, about the economy's current state. We're going to transition from that. We're going to start talking about uh, talking about what was talked about at Davos a little bit and then transition to talking about about uh, the Martin Luther King's King conversation with uh, Representative Ocasio-Cortez coming up right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. You hear a lot of business people talk about core values these days. That sounds good, but if you're like me, you're just not sure what that means until you come across a company like Core Mark Metals. Owners Diane and John Dormanen founded the company in 1992 on this basic principle provide quality products with outstanding service. You can rely on Core Mark Metals to help you reach your goals. Their innovative solutions will keep your business and projects running smoothly. Whether you're looking to manufacture a product to bring to market, needing thousands of parts fabricated to impeccable standards, or building a trailer in your garage. Cormark Metals will ensure you meet your goal. To find out more about their extensive stock of metal hardware or to explore their menu of fabrication and design services, join them at CormarkMetals.com. That's CormarkMetals.com. Or visit one of their newly remodeled retail centers to speak with a friendly and knowledgeable team member. You can shop metals or hardware and get inspired. Cormark Metals, where technology and creativity meet. I had never been a trader. I hadn't even really studied a whole lot. And so I was I was brand new to this. My name's Sam. I'm a student with OTA. Tell me why you decided to take classes from Online Trading Academy. I just was kind of at a crossroads. I wanted to uh, look for my next business opportunity. And uh, financial markets had always just kind of appealed to me. Actually, what's nice about everything here with OTA, they can teach you to trade with very small amounts of money. Uh, and really build everything up from the ground floor. So you really don't need a lot of money to get going with this. Really amazing instructors. How has Online Trading Academy changed your life? I'm a little bit more in control of my destiny going forward. I'm not quite as worried about contract to contract and know that I have some other sources of income. Call today for a free investing class at 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. I loved playing high school sports. I loved the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, all the pageantry, and I wanted to keep playing. But I graduated. No colleges called, and neither did the pros. So, to stay close to the game I loved, I decided to become a high school official. You know, a referee. When I played high school sports, I learned the importance of integrity, good sportsmanship, and respect for the rules. Now as a high school official, I get to help model these same values to others. Maybe the colleges and the pros didn't call, but the kids in Minnesota did. And now, I'm enjoying the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, and all the pageantry of high school sports all over again. Interested in becoming a licensed high school official? Go to highschoolofficials.com to learn more and begin the application process. Well, this will help us get set up for the for the rest of the hour. On Wednesday at Davos. Oh yeah, King Banyan Show Business 1440. I suppose I should tell you that. 651-289-4477 with questions and comments. Um it it, it on Wednesday President Trump had had gone, of course, got to Davos, talked about, and I'm not playing any of this because we don't have time. 
Uh, I'm not playing. It's also it was early in the week, so it's kind of old news now. He went to Davos and talked about how awesome the U.S. economy is. He then gets in front of a microphone and an oppressor afterwards does the same thing. And then has Larry Kudlow get up and does the same thing as well. But it was really interesting at the very end of Kudlow's remarks. He said this to the assembled press uh, pool at Davos on Wednesday. Over half the households in this country own shares through 401ks and IRAs and brokerage accounts and so forth. You look at the numbers, and the CEA just published a great slide book on this. The bottom 50% has had a 47% increase in their net wealth, consumer net wealth, between home prices and share prices, and that is a booster rocket to this economy. It not only gives them confidence, it gives them some serious spending power, and the consumer spending numbers bear it out. So ours is an optimistic message, and I think the president really carried the day in his speech uh, yesterday. So I, so I heard that, and I said, Oh, you know they're not going to let this stand. You know that the press is going to hear that. They're going to say, what? No, come on. And so sure enough, yesterday, or, or I think this was Thursday, in fact, on CNBC, they ask, uh, they ask one of their reporters to report on what's happened with with wealth and isn't wealth in fact still becoming more and more disparate between the rich and the poor and the reporter to his ever loving credit comes on and says "Mm, well actually things are in fact going in the other direction let's play that clip please Wyatt good morning Scott Uh, at the center of Bernie Sanders phenomena is anger over inequality something profoundly wrong when over the last 30 years, the top 1% have seen a $21 trillion increase in their wealth, while the bottom half of American society have seen a decline in their wealth. In fact, recent data shows that while inequality in the U.S. is still very high, it is declining for the first time in years. Wages for those at the bottom are now growing faster than for, zo- for those at the top. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, wages in low-pay industries like retail food, nursing homes, those are rising 4.5% a year, while wage growth in middle-income industries are raising at 3%. And those high-wage earners, that includes the managers and executives, they've actually seen wage growth decline. Now, the measure of inequality known as the Gini coefficient, that shows that the share of income held by the top 20% has fallen for the first time in a decade even wealth inequality, that's total assets, that's shrinking, though it's still shrinking by a small amount. Recent data from the Federal Reserve shows that the share of wealth held by the top 1% fell to 32.7%. That's from 32, that fell to 32.2 from 32.7 over the past two years. The share held by the bottom, that is up slightly. They hold 1.6% of the nation's wealth. Now, the Stop US there. Okay, that's all I needed. I'm not sure what you heard. I just heard a fact check of Bernie Sanders on CNBC. And I'm like, what? That's interesting. And this is in, this is in fact the case. So think. I want you to think about both what Kudlow said and then what this reporter said, the CNBC reporter said. What Larry Kudlow points out is, Many people who look at the stock market will say, well, the stock market's just held by by fat cats and so forth. Many of us right now are probably looking at or have received within the last couple of weeks a statement of our of our retirement accounts, you know, and many of us have private have retirement savings. Those retirement savings are indeed being um are indeed being uh, uh increased by by the growth in the stock market uh, i've i've commented to somebody you know i have i you know i commented to somebody i actually hit another digit you know my i cr- i crossed a boundary in my wealth um 
uh, you know, got to got to a different a different plateau uh, in this last year. And I said, you know, my my portfolio probably doesn't look a whole lot different than anyone else's. I don't try for it to look different. I want to participate in market gains. I'm not trying to outsmart the market and get more than other people. Okay, I still live by the by that motto that bulls get fed, bears get fed, but pigs get slaughtered. But he makes that point. And that, but then the reporter makes this interesting point. We have all seen, and I have talked about this data that's tracked by the Atlanta Federal Reserve. If you go to the Atlanta Fed and look for their wage tracker, you can look at wages by income level or by wage level, and you will see wages for those in the lower wage quintiles, 20% increments, those have risen faster than those at the top. The competition from the competition for managerial positions has been really fierce, and at the same time, because the labor market has been so tight, the the demand for workers for production workers has been so fierce that it is finally, after several years, it's finally leaking through into paying higher wages. And you're seeing increases in labor supply to boot. And what the reporter said at the end was really valuable. How could the wealth of those individuals, these aren't wages, this is wealth, how could that wealth have gone up by 40%? The number that that he, that that um, Cudlow quote is correct, it's 47%. How could that wealth have gone up that much? It's because many of them are still through a public or private uh, uh, pension system or a 401k or some other thing. They are, in fact, participating in the market and that it is helping them. And to have had that reported out there, that you're going to hear more of that. I want you to hold on to that particular, that particular clip when someone says, well, the, the, the poor are falling behind. Well, not since, according to the Federal Reserve, not since the end of 2017, they've actually, the, the bottom quintile has done better than the top quintile. We'll be back right after this. You are listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. We'll have some Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez for you right after this. How many times do you find yourself worrying about things that are completely out of your control? Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Al and Mike. They'll be discussing how to remain focused on the things that are not only important to your success in retirement, but also in your control. Learn how to take control of your own destiny in retirement. Make sure you listen to Money Matters with Al and Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on Business 1440, or call them right now with your questions at 855-231-6010. Hi, this is Bob Eubanks. Do me a favor. Don't treat this as a commercial. I want you to treat this as a conversation between two friends, you and me. Now, look, if you owe the IRS $10,000 or more, I'm sure you're stressed out. But I've got a solution for you. You see, my friends at the Tax Defense Group can help. This is a family-run business. They do it the old-fashioned way. They put you first, and they never charge a big upfront fee. Now, I've seen them settle for a fraction of what is owed. These are honest, experienced experts who really know how to get it done. The IRS is relentless, so call now for a free tax account review. And remember, there's never a huge upfront fee. Call 855-TAX-BILL. 855-TAX-BILL. That's 855-829-2455. 855-829-2455. If you've got a tax bill that you can't pay, get help. Get help. Get help. The Tax Group way. Here is your class valedictorian. You want your child to succeed at every level in life. To succeed, they need a solid foundation. Your child's education is an opportunity to instill a lifetime's worth of Christ-inspired principles to create that foundation. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we help your child get into a private Christian school for 50% off their first year. For more information, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? 
Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage with the help from the pros at Salem Surround. Whether you're just testing the waters of digital marketing or already have a plan in place that's not getting results, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Salem Surround provides your business with all your marketing needs under one roof. Face it, if you're not effectively using digital media, you're behind the competition and losing sales. Salem Surround will help identify any weak points in your marketing strategy and consult with you to bring solutions that will meet your needs and exceed your expectations. Total market penetration for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers.